everybody. Welcome to Revival Town Podcast. I'm Chuck Tate. That's Andy King. And drum roll. That's Dave Jay. Oh. In the studio from the beginning. Can you believe? Here I am. Yeah. We have got a fun hour, probably an hour. It depends how long Dave talks. <laughs> um, now, we had a lot of people who absolutely loved it when Dave Jane was on the show last time talking yes. about his somewhat trip up Everest. He did go up Everest, That's but it. it was just base camp. Base camp. <laughs> base camp. Right? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've had so many people... As I say, take the mick. Yeah. That could be a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I think it's pretty significant. I, I, I do. Thank you. Thank I don't you. know anybody else that's been to base camp. There you go. Of Mount Everest. There you go. Yeah. 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 In I fact, got all the way up to where the people start, to the bottom of... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how... What is the elevation of base camp? Base camp is 17,600 feet. So that's, I mean, that's that's higher than most mountains in the United States, though. It is. So, yeah. so yeah. take that, yeah. everybody that's um, tried to throw you under the bus. U.S., yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, of course, you're going to talk about another mountain that you just summit that's I am. even higher than that. Really, it really is. cool. Yeah. yeah. But we have just come off of a week at Mission Peoria, uh-huh. and... Um, Chuck was preaching all week long. We did it different this year where all week he was preaching. Poor kids. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, but we've just come off a week where uh, we've had an amazing time. Yeah. But you have been involved with Mission Peoria many times over yeah. the years. Yeah, Got a lot of good memories. And Mission Peoria pro. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so what we thought we would do is, before we get into why you're here, uh-huh. we'll talk a little bit about some of the experience of Mission Peoria. Now, the first one that comes to my mind was the year that my ACL li- knee ligament blew out yeah, like, two, two weeks before. Yeah, like an hour and a half before Mission Peoria was going to start. <laughs> for those who are wondering, what is you mission? were climbing a hill in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, yeah. in Peoria? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> before before we get even further, people are probably thinking, what is Mission Peoria? Mission Peoria yeah. is a week long missions trip. It's fantastic. It happens here in Peoria through the Dream Center. Students come from all over the country. Uh, we even had a gal from England this week uh, involved. That's cool. And uh, and so, you know, we just. We just do service projects in the mornings, afternoons we do like VBS, and then at night we do night celebrations yeah. that were at Rock Church, your church, church yes, this yes. year. First time we've hosted. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and so this year, um, you know, obviously it was a little bit different coming out of COVID. We did a few things different. But over the years, Dave has been involved in a lot of them. The one we were talking about was Dave was like my right-hand man at, at one time for Mission uh-huh. Pure because they'd grown so big. And um, so we decided to have a Dream Center soccer team, <laughs> right? <laughs> and two weeks before, now we won yeah. the league. Yeah, me, you, Amy Herring was on it. Yeah, a yeah. b- bunch yeah. of folks yeah. that were involved, Michael Howley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there was, we, there's definitely two people on it who were probably too old to be on it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm not saying who they were. But <laughs> what, we, what happened was next to the last game, I literally, I blew my knee out. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I'll never forget your son, though. Yeah. Looking at the uh, the goalkeeper. So there was this goalkeeper that was a s- smaller Chinese guy in goal. I don't uh-huh. know if you remember this. I am rolling on the floor in pain. My ACL ligament had just snapped. And Ethan and Clay, my son and Dave's son, ran over. And then all the guys ran over. I mean, I'm, I've never experienced pain like it. And all I remember is looking up and I see Dave's son, Ben, looking directly into the eyes of the goalkeeper and just like giving him the V. Oh, like, that I'm is looking great. at you. I know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it landed Dave into a great uh, position where he now, he had yeah. to run Mission Pure. You remember that? I do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How, how so was what was your that? first thoughts? When, was, what was your first thoughts when Andy went down? Well, I mean, I was laughing, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime one of us falls over, it's hilarious. Did you high five the goalkeeper? <laughs> I, oh, I was. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> 
no, I, I think pretty quickly we realised how bad it was, but I wasn't thinking about Mission Peoria at all. I was thinking about Andy, you know, will he live? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and how could a grown man cry that much? <laughs> I think I remember seeing this on the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, but, uh, but yeah, once the dust settled and we kind of realized that you weren't going to be there, it no. was like, wow, yeah. okay. So I was I go. was at home. It was when the iPhone had like just really started. Like It was a few years back. And I just kept sending him videos. Mate, all day long. <laughs> I stand up to do an announcement. You're like, what did I say? to get on the buses. I get on the stage, and right as I go to the announcement, a text comes in. Dave, don't forget to tell him to get on the buses. I'm on the stage. <laughs> I'm doing the announcement. I literally stopped doing the announcement to read your text to tell me to do the announcement. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. All day long. Oh, it was, no, it was funny. And actually, it, it worked out really well because uh, I know our listening audience won't know this, but Andy and I are twins. Uh, <laughs> very few people can actually ever tell us apart, our own children included. So everyone just assumed that Andy King was still leading Mission Fury. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, it's amazing. It, so that's why Ben was given the, it the was. eyes. You're you was my dad. <laughs> few times yeah, as well at Mishpira yeah, over the yeah. years. Um, any fond memories of that, just like the the whole experience? Yeah, I just, I, honestly, Mission Pure is definitely one of my favourite events. I've been involved in youth camps and youth retreats and that kind of thing, and, and they all have a different kind of theme. But uh, there's something about when students come together for, like, the camp feel, but it's to serve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So all day yeah. long there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure if they still do this, but in the mornings they will be doing projects, you yep. know, painting yep. houses, painting fences, helping people, you know, going into some places that some of these kids, you know, they may have grown up in suburban, you yeah. know, America. They've never been somewhere like this and seeing, you know, poverty, seeing some houses in states of disrepair, but seeing lovely people yeah. who are so appreciative of the work that these students were doing. So they do that. In the afternoon, they just do the VBS. They play with the kids. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So when those kids arrive for that evening service, you know, sometimes at camp, you've got to really work hard to kind of get them focused and get them to want to really dial in and right. focus on Jesus, you know, and get serious. It's like from the moment they walked in, they were there. Yeah. You know, they just knew we're here. This isn't really a week about us. This is a week about us giving. So then, man, to, to see the worship and to speak on evenings like that was just, yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. So next year, don't be in England. I'll try. No, try and stay around so we can get you to preach. <laughs> well, you know, we've just come off Mission Peoria, but today we wanted to get Dave in yeah, um, because he's just done something pretty crazy. So we're going to take a bit of a breather real quick here. Okay. So um, why don't you sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with Dave Jane. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. everyone it's time for another conversation we're going to keep the conversation flowing with dave jane who was with us at the beginning of the podcast for those of you that are meeting dave for the first time he is the founding and lead pastor of connect church in washington illinois it is a thriving church that is impacting its community like no other so dave it's so awesome to have you back and Revival Town. So good to be back. Love this. I had a great time last time, and I'm very honored and excited to be asked back. Yeah. Dave, you know, you were on last time. You had just been up a mountain. I had. Somewhat. Yeah. Because um, you went to Base Camp 1 on Everest. That's correct. Right. Now, that that's a big... We talked about it earlier, but yeah. it, that is still... Still a big deal. Yeah. Still a big deal. Very yeah. high. Yeah. But you wanted to push yourself a little bit more this time. I did. And so, and we're going to talk about why you did it as well, because I yeah. think that's 
even more important than what you did, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you actually went up Kilimanjaro. That's it. Now, we've had someone on the show before. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jada Hare was yeah. on. And uh, and so, you know, this is this is going to be cool because we're going to get two perspectives of the same trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. Obviously, right. it's yeah. different. Yep. Um, but first of all, why would anyone want to go up <laughs> a mountain like this? It is a great question. <laughs> but I, I, I can tell you the answer. So the uh, podcast that you find gentlemen run had been going for about two years never once been invited on and then I did base camp and suddenly I'm on the podcast so I knew the only way I'm ever going to get to go back on again is if I climb another flipping mountain <laughs> well guess what yeah that's exactly right I know. every yeah, year every the only reason they bring me in so I'm already thinking about where to go next year just yeah. to come back again I, I, you're going to Denali right in the yeah, there you go <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we could start doing things a little bit more advent- uh, adventurous. You know, yeah. can we jump out of planes? Yeah, seriously, you go know, to the moon. The, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll figure something out. The Revival Town trip to Denali to raise funds for Mission Pure. Yeah, yeah but you're the you only go. one doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh, this time you got to take your son with you. I did. I so did. they had to make it extra it was special. So special. So, so in all seriousness, jumping back to the why. I'd, I'd say there are two um, unique reasons. Number one is the Dave Jane reason. So personally in my life, I've found that whether it's ministry, in my faith, uh, in my physical life, I just want to keep setting challenges for myself that are a little bit beyond what I could do. Like if God doesn't show up, I'm not going to be able to do this. So whether it's a, a faith goal at Connect or something in my own life. and So I just love setting these physical challenges that I'm like, man, I'm going to have to really work a little bit hard to make this happen. And then, God, I'm going to need your help to see this happen. So, But the door opens to do it. About uh, six, eight months ago, I had a meeting with a young lady from World Vision. She'd heard about the climb I did to Everest Base Camp. And she said, hey, we do a, um, a climb of Kilimanjaro. And the reason we do this, we bring pastors and leaders in to climb the mountain together to bring awareness to our... Uh, organization and what we're doing in countries like Africa to help people in you know extreme poverty so what we'd like you to do is be a part of the team that climbs but then also see if you can raise some support and we'll sponsor some children in that area yeah so one of the big uh, things that World Vision does is child sponsorship you know where you can sign up you get to sponsor a kid you know and they you write them letters they write you letters but essentially you're helping provide them with clean water medicine you know just education so we got to climb the mountain and then we also got to go to the community so i can tell you two of those very exciting stories the climb and then the community but that's that's what got me out to uh the continent of africa the country of tanzania and the world's highest freestanding mountain Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I was following you, you know, not uh-huh. like literally following yeah. you. Oh, I looked a few times. <laughs> I didn't see you anyway. <laughs> uh, but I got to admit, the funniest uh, video you guys oh, did please. was at the beginning. <laughs> and, and your your video, it's someone's video, and uh, you could hear these animals. <laughs> and you turned and it was Ben making a... <laughs> I've stood there. This is the day we were about to start the climb. And I said, I'm here in Africa. You can hear the wildlife around. And then as I turn the camera around, there's Ben just going, <laughs> We wanted to bring some authenticity. We wanted to take the people to Africa. Oh, man. Oh, that is brilliant. So I've, I've been to Kenya. We yeah. have a sister church in Kenya that yeah. we planted it, or that we... That we built, yeah, and um, so Tanzania, Tanzania is on the border of, of Kenya. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I have been able to You've see it seen from the a mountain distance. Yes. yes, yeah. So that's fascinating. Yes, we were right. So climbing the mountain, we were literally on the border of Kenya and Tanzania. Like you could look down and see the guides would point out. They say that's Kenya and that's Tanzania. So where did you fly into? We flew into uh, the actually. There's an airport, Mount Kilimanjaro, in the community of Kilimanjaro. That's where we flew into. Really? So, okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Small airport. So we flew to Ethiopia first, and then from there we connected and flew down to Kilimanjaro itself. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So when you get there, obviously, it's not just you and Ben. Like, hey, let's go up this mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go left or right? What do you think? 
I mean, it's got to be up, right? Let's just keep going up. <laughs> yeah, but you get to the top and wait, that one over there is big. That mountain. <laughs> um, but no, what was, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a long, yeah, long Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but tell us a bit about the group. Yeah, that was yeah. So there was 14 of us like, all together. Yeah. Did you say to him, don't worry, God will provide. Absolutely. <laughs> God's going to provide the sacrifice. Follow me, son. <laughs> There was a look of fear in his eyes as we walked up that mountain. Yeah, why isn't there anyone else with us? Exactly. Um, no, there was 14 of us all together, pastors, leaders from Canada, um, Singapore, uh, America. So um, we most of us met for the very first time when we landed in Kilimanjaro. And then here's what's amazing, and you never realize this until you embark on a trip like this. There were 14 of us. But then the group we went with, they were a Tanzanian organization and they're locals who, they, they make their living helping you climb up and down the mountain. There was 54 of them. What? 54 people in this group. And their job was the, to guide, to carry the tents, to carry the food. There were three guys. I mean, honestly, mate, this is, this is humbling. Their job was to carry the toilets. They carried these little portals. What? Yes. Really? <laughs> Camping toilets from camp to camp. Then they set them up and they... Uh... All I'm imagining is like these poles. <laughs> <laughs> With and a big da- porcelain. And Dave is sitting on top. <laughs> Dave didn't walk up the mountain. They <laughs> carried him up on the toilet. <laughs> it, it was... <laughs> It was tempting, but no, I did do my own climbing and I did my own backpack. But uh, but no, so this so it's a very well-run organisation. So wow. like at the end of day one, we arrive and they've set up tents for us. There's a food tent where they cook meals for us. Wow. And uh, how was the food? That's amazing, really good, and uh, lovely people. Um, you definitely pray. It was like day three or four, and we're eating chicken for dinner, and I'm like. At my house, that chicken has to stay in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> this is day four, and I've seen Wait a minute. in the fridge or like a really long extension cord. So yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm wait, just praying. Wait, so. which bucket did that come exactly. out? Exactly. So, <laughs> did you ask that? No, like, I, I would rather not know. I was like, Jesus, yeah. just I'm putting myself in your hands. I don't want to know. Yeah. I'm Bless 99% it. sure it's chicken but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So you go up um, with this crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is it, um, obviously it's spaced out day by day, yeah. but what, how, many, how many miles are you doing? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. How many days to the top? So, it was, so there was actually, when you look into it, there's several routes, routes that you can take from the bottom to the top. We went what was called the Rongai route, R-O-N-G-A-I. And uh, it was a six-day journey. So okay. you can do others that are like longer. I think six is the shortest you can do. So the big difference, and this is what kind of caught me off guard, because this is a big difference between this and base camp. So when we were at base camp, it was a 13-day hike instead of six. And uh, a lot of the time, you're just kind of up and down a little bit, slowly building, getting higher and higher. Here, for three and a half days, it was just up, 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 up. Just walking and walking and walking. You know, you're getting higher and higher. Altitude's getting thinner, you know, it's getting hard to breathe. So three days we've done. Day four, we do about half a day's hike, and then we stop at the camp that's below the summit. And we stay there, we have dinner, we go to sleep, and then at midnight, we wake up. And then at midnight, you get dressed, it's freezing cold. Mm. You put your headlamps on, and you just start to walk. And eight and a half hours later, 8.30, we arrive on the summit. It's just because that you want to be there early morning. Yes, because right? that, that. you want to get there because you got to turn around and come back down again. Yeah. So, so we it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life wow. for sure. So, just getting up towards the top. I mean, we were about maybe a couple hundred yards from the top, and uh, I'm just thinking I got nothing left in me because you're still going up and up. Yeah. And I'm just like I I think I might be able to make it to the top, but I don't think I can go any further after that. This incredible thing happens. You get to the top and all this euphoria and excitement. Yeah. And you're just like thrilled. And we sang Amazing Grace together. You wow. know, we're like 
kneeling, praying, getting pictures. It was just amazing. And suddenly all this new energy comes. Mm. And coming back down was definitely a lot easier. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. they just push you. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you just roll and roll and roll. Right. But wow. it was funny because I think on maybe like day two, we were sat in the tent one night. Because there's definitely a physical aspect to it. And you can prepare as hard as you can by training ahead of time and, you know, doing exercise, getting hikes in. But nothing prepares you for the mental side of it. You know, mm. you're walking thinking, what if? What if I don't, mate? Yeah. So one night at dinner, we've been there two, three days, and Ben's looking around the tent. He goes out loud, Dad. Ben's my son. Did I tell you that he came? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so my son's there. He's 22. He goes, Dad, I just figured out. You're the oldest person here. <laughs> <laughs> so all I hear is, Dad, you're the most likely person to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then he says, and I'm the youngest here. I was like, shut oh, up. Oh. <laughs> how, how did he do? Yeah, I mean, that was my- he did brilliant. Mm. I tell you, really got my nerves. I, like, <laughs> he signed up a little bit after me. So uh, I'm like, dude, you better start training. I've been training for three months now. He's like, I'll be fine. I'll play soccer. I was like, well, you've got to. So once we went for a hike at Detweiler, the two of us, for like five or six miles. Because that's a big hill. It is. I mean, that's the, that's the Everest and Kilimanjaro of central Illinois, yes. as you well know. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. so we, <laughs> we went up the Kilimanjaro of uh, Detweiler Park, and he does fine. That's the only hike he did before we got there. Oh. Mate, one, one day, I, there's a guy on the trip. His name is Josh. He's kind of really, you know, in great shape. He's a uh, personal trainer, all that kind of thing. One day I come out, and there's a sign that shows the camp where we are. Josh, Ben, and one of the guys were, like, having push-up competitions. Are you serious? <laughs> I just what? want to go back to bed. I want to go sit on one of those portable toilets for an hour. <laughs> Oh. So no, he did really good. And it, honestly, you you two are dads. So you'll get this. I see a lot of Ben throughout the week. You know, I mean, he lives near us. You know, so we get to see him for dinner yeah. on and off. I got to spend eight or nine days just me and him together yeah. on this trip, and yeah. it was so good. Yeah. And watching him interact with other people mm. in the group. You know, yeah. he wasn't just Dave, Dave's son. He yeah. Was, yeah, he was there yeah. on his own merits. He had stories to tell. He was. Connecting with these people, it was just wow, that's special. Yeah, it was very special. It'd have been like, let me tell you another one about dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, was there any point? Obviously, it's physically taxing and and grueling, and there's moments where, like, man, I don't know if I can go any further or any higher. Was there ever any moment where you felt like you were in danger? So, I don't know that I felt like I was in danger, but I seriously was questioning whether I was going to make it. So sadly, we at the 14 of us, two of the members, two young ladies of the group didn't make it to the top. Mm. Uh, one just just couldn't, you know, physically it was just too much. And then the other actually had altitude sickness. She, mm. she got almost to the top and she's like, I can't, I'm really feeling this. Oh, so, hate that. So I'm looking around thinking, yeah, this it's no guarantee that we're all going to do it. Wow. And here's where yeah. it was, Chuck. It was the craziest thing. So... Like I said, we started at midnight. It was a bright moon, so the sky, the sky was kind of bright. Lots of stars, but it was cold. About four or five in the morning, the moon disappears over the back of the mountain, and it gets cold and dark. And there's like this hour where you're just steps, just slowly stepping. You can't really see much, and I'm cold, and I'm really questioning, because I know that I'm probably still three or four hours to go. My feet, my toes are cold. And then all of a sudden we look around behind us and you can see in the horizon, we just start to see the sun. It's just like the horizon starting to light up. And then the sun rose on the horizon. And we were so high up that you literally look out and you can see the curve of the earth. That's how much of the oh horizon you can wow. see the sun's coming up over it. Wow. We're above Majestic. the clouds. Oh, it's absolutely incredible. And it's almost like God's like, I'm here, you know. Yeah. Every new morning, new blessings, mm. you know, it's just like, wow. wow, this is a new day that God's given us. And wow. Are there any animals up there? 
So we did see, um, we saw some monkeys uh, on the way down. That was fun, up with the tree, these little black and white monkeys. Uh, but no, once you get beyond a certain point, it's like nothing. nothing you feel yeah. like you're on the surface of Mars. It's just rocks. There's no, there's no vegetation, nothing. But that's the crazy thing. On your way down, you start out there, then you go through and there's like some vegetation. Then you're in like a rainforest, monkeys in the trees. I mean, you're going through each... Different climates. Yes. Wow. Yes, it yeah. was incredible. Wow. So, yeah. And how, how, you may have mentioned this already, but how high? So Kilimanjaro is 19,400 feet. And then what the was base camp? Base camp was 17,6. So okay, this is so definitely the that. highest, yeah, the highest I've To put it in perspective, Pikes, Peace and Co- Pikes Peak in Colorado. Pikes Peak. Pete's Pipe. The Peace Pipe, you know, um, Pikes Peak is 14,000 something. So you're talking 5,000 yes. feet yeah. higher. And if you or any of the listeners have ever been to Pikes Peak, I've, I mean, I've been to, you know, Breckenridge in Colorado, and you walk up the steps to your hotel, you're like, you're out of breath. You know, Pikes Peak, you can feel the difference high altitude makes. Yeah. Wow. And add 5,000 more feet. Yeah. <laughs> even Denali's only like 20,000 yeah. feet. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. I Denali's mean, it's right there. 2022, 20, I think, something like is that. Is that the next yeah. one, Dave, or what? What I are you thinking? Know. Is this I it? Yeah. I, I was excited because, obviously, you know, this was actually a top of a mountain as opposed yeah. to base camp where I hiked for 13 days to get to the bottom of a mountain. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It was nice to actually get to the top of something yeah. for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely oh, a different sense oh of comfort. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you did, <clears throat> I mean, people may not know this, but you, before you did this climbing stuff, you were biking yeah. to places, right? Yeah. Like, right, you yeah, went I, from Chicago to... I did a ride from Peoria to Chicago. I did one from Peoria to St. Louis. So these, Like I said at the beginning, these are these things I do because I'm like, I want to... Push I, I follow you on Strava bit, app, so. and you're like always on your bike, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're training. I'm trying, re- preparing, I come up and down like... this hill sometimes. It's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. why don't we? You know, you've talked about where you went on. Yeah. Why don't you talk to us about why you went on? Absolutely. Yeah. So the goal that World Vision and I came up with was we'd like to see 120 kids sponsored through their program. So I went to connect our church family and said, listen, this is. This is why I'm climbing this mountain to bring awareness to this. But, but you I, did it. I mean, sorry, yeah. in, but you did it the Sunday before you left. Yeah, so it's crazy, mate. So even though we knew when I, I we actually told the church, hey, something really exciting is happening this Sunday. So <laughs> our attendance was a lot higher than normal. I'm thinking about sending that email out regularly. <laughs> hey, something exciting is happening this Sunday as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> communion. <laughs> and I'm sure there were some who came with it like, oh, you're climbing a mountain? Come on, that's it. <laughs> and we did. So we announced in church that Sunday. <laughs> Can you hear the animals? <laughs> we announced the whole thing. And then we said to the congregation, so today you get to sign up. But here was the cool thing about it, Andy and Chuck. Um, so World Vision do this very unique thing. It's called Chosen. So at the end of the service... I've seen that TV show. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> They're everywhere. It is. So at the end of the service, yeah. anyone who wants to sponsor a child in Tanzania, they go out into the lobby and we had like camera things set up and the family gets their picture taken. So their picture's taken as a family, that picture gets printed and then that picture goes to Tanzania. So I've done the mountain. We've now flown out to this community where all these children are going to be sponsored. I arrive and there's a big tent. And as I walk into this tent, there's all the pictures of the families in wow. my church hanging up. That's special. That's cool. And I get to watch these children one at a time come in and walk up and down. And then they go and they choose one of those families. They choose the family. They choose the family. That's brilliant. Then they get their picture taken. So I arrived home just this last Sunday and at the end of the service, we're like, all right, go back out to the lobby and meet your child. And they open the envelope and there's a picture of their child holding the picture of their family that was taken just two weeks yeah, before. That's brilliant. They're going to say you brought some of the kids back. You said, here's your child. I think some people, when they open the envelope, here's your child. just a picture. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that, I mean, that is that's so really cool. Was, and to wow. be honest with you guys, it was so such a privilege to be able to be in that tent and watch that. And what's cool is once they've chosen the picture, they go with some of the helpers to this classroom and they sit down and they write their first letter 
to these families. And in the letter, they say, the reason I chose you is I liked your smile. I, oh, you know, that kind of that's thing. cool. But then they start saying things about it. Like, I want to be, when I grew up, I want to be a nurse. So one of our families, I saw posted on Facebook that afternoon, she goes, we've got the picture of our little girl. She's beautiful. She chose us. She wants to be a nurse. I'm a nurse. Oh, man. So you that's, get these, like, God that, yeah. moments. It was that's like, extraordinary. Yeah, that, that's, God's connecting these families with these children. It's, so your goal was 120. Yeah. How many do you do? 170. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, honestly, mate, and, and I, I'm, I'd love to say, oh, piece of cake. The Sunday we announced it, I'm like, Jesus, you're going to have to, because I cannot see us doing 120. That's way too big. Just like I can't see myself climbing this mountain. That's way too big. Right. But again, whether it's a physical goal or a spiritual faith goal, I'm like, God, I want to put myself in a place where the only way this is going to work if you show up yeah. I don't want to be Love able to that. say look at yeah. what I did or look at what we did and yeah. honestly I was amazed we actually landed in Tanzania and found out we just hit the goal of 120 so before Ben and I climbed the mountain we filmed another video and said we'd love to come back down the mountain and see that we've hit 150 yeah. and we, we had no cell coverage up there when we got to the bottom of the mountain I opened the app and we were at 159 and then Amazing. 11 more yeah. since then. So yeah. people signing up at and church. Can people then. still do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's at connectwashington.org forward slash chosen. And the cool thing is you can, you can sponsor a child anywhere uh, through World Vision's organization. But all of these kids were in this same community that I got to visit. Yeah. And got to, yeah. you know, and, and see. That makes it even more meaningful. It's and you guys, I mean, I, I know you've traveled a bit, you know, and I think when you go to a country like that and you realize, wow, what we experience here in the United States, this isn't what it's like everywhere yeah. in the world. Right. You know, there's a there's probably a, a greater portion of the world where people don't have what we have and don't yeah. live like we live. And you see that and you get so appreciative of yeah. what we've got. So. You know what the problem is though now? Uh-oh. Because you've got more people signing up you've got to go and climb the mountain climb, again to show the kids so they can pick the family <laughs> so <laughs> this was Round years ago two. this was about seven or eight years ago i did yeah. a half marathon i ran a half marathon in um indianapolis and uh i got the sticker 13.1 put on my car i remember that day crossing the finish line and you you know you've probably interviewed some people who are runners and athletes i crossed the finish line i'm like yep I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sticker, put it on my car. That's the last. <laughs> when I got to the bottom of that mountain, I was like, that was fantastic. But I am never climbing <laughs> that mountain again. <laughs> oh, that is so wow. good. Yeah, sorry to yeah. burst your bubble. This I would love to do that. I really would. I would love to. It is. It's yeah. a fantastic experience, and it stretches you physically. And it's uh, and like you said, Jada was on here, and I think we've connected through Facebook. I'm going to try and meet up with her and her husband and hear that their story because yeah. uh yeah there's not many people you meet who have yeah. experienced it you know, right so. did i mean we talked about the terrain a little bit yeah but it's not like um just so people are understanding it's not like you're having to have the the picks to go on ice and yep. stuff like yep. that yeah so that's why a lot of people do this and even the base camp because these are the kind of things you can do without Ice picks, you know, the spikes on your feet. All Risking that your life. Risking <laughs> your life, yeah. I mean, you're basically, it's, it's like a walk of like, like a hike. <laughs> Just right? a little bit steep. I mean, it is, it is. Yeah. But no, it is. It's like a hike. There are trails. You're all the way up. You know, you're on trails. So, um, And going with a group that does it all the time, uh, that's... That's got to be Charles priceless. was one of our so, guys. So was it six days to get to the top or six days total? It was four and a half to four get to the top okay. and then okay. a day enough to get down. Wow. Charles was one of our guides. He was 69 years old, this Tanzanian guy. Just the loveliest guy. He's been guiding groups at the top of the mountain for 50 years now. He started when he was 19. Oh. I said, Charles, how many times do you think you've been to the top? He goes, at least a thousand. A thousand that, times. It's amazing. That mountain. Wow. I'm like, Charles, that's 999 times more than I plan on doing. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. To think. And they're carrying stuff yes. as well. It's not yeah. just like they're That's walking. That's their livelihoods. And they're the loveliest people. They're just amazing people. Was really. it similar to the folks that helped you? Yes. So there's just something about that culture. So when we did the base camp trek, it was actually Sherpas. And they carried our gear and they were our guides and they lived up there in the mountains. And again, they just, they love the area in which they live. They love the mountain. They love being able to take people up there and... 
And both There'll be groups. a sense of pride knowing that others oh, are coming. Such a sense of pride. The, yeah. And you'll ask them, you're like, what's that over there? Or what's this flower? Or, you know, what's that? And they'll, they know everything. They tell you everything. They explain stuff. They know how the weather's going to change. So, yeah, you definitely feel like you're in safe hands. I'd, I probably wouldn't recommend anyone do it on their own. <laughs> Just one day. <laughs> do people do, try and do it on their own? or So we have some it? crazy stories. I mean, I, I, we heard of one guy. That The record, I think, up and down is, I want to say it was like, 26 hours or something some guy just ran to the top and back down again it's just insane you hear these crazy people doing things and then actually the reality does set in so on day three or four I think as we were coming up to our camp we saw them kind of jogging by with this it was like a cart on wheels and there was someone laying in the back of that cart and basically their altitudes you know they got some sort of altitude so they try and get them down as quickly as possible so I'm like, I just don't want to be the guy in the cart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because getting emergency stuff up Oh, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to wait. You know, it's, yeah. They, can they helicopter up? Yeah, so they, that's the last resort. The cart is a lot cheaper than the helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got to wait three days. Exactly. It's a lot bumpy. <laughs> Wow, well, good job, man! Seriously, that's cool. It's quite an accomplishment. It was, it was amazing. It was such a good experience. And you know what, guys? It was um, as, as exhilarating and wonderful as the whole thing was. Sunday morning, just this last Sunday morning, I got to speak, connect, and tell some of the stories. And uh, I made a joke actually because I'm like, I know some of you are listening to me, getting, thinking, just shut up. I want to get out there and look at my envelope. Just wrap it up. <laughs> So after service, I get to be in the room at our church, watching families come out, finding their name, opening their envelope. People are crying, you know, they're just, it's just such an amazing, seeing a picture of them that they took two weeks ago in the hands of this child who's now chosen them, whose life will be forever changed because of this connection made between them and these little kids in Tanzania. Yeah, they won't forget that moment. They won't. Are, do, are they allowed, not allowed, but do they do trips then for the families to do Kilimanjaro and, and go to this village? So it's interesting you say that. So I, I need to research that a little bit more with Board Vision because I've had a lot of people at Connect who have said, hey, if there's ever a chance now, some of them have been like, I don't want to climb that flipping mountain, but I want to, <laughs> I'd like to go over there, yeah, you know, yeah. and see this community, may, maybe meet my yeah. child I'm sponsoring. So uh, I think if World Vision offered something like that, we would definitely get a group from the church interested yeah. in going. So. Wow. And actually, I didn't tell you guys this. So I'm there, the tent's ready, and uh, they, they, they knew who was in our group. So they made sure that when we arrived, of the pictures that were hanging up, any of us that had sponsored children, our pictures were there. Mm. So not only were we watching these children choose, we're looking and seeing these children essentially choose us. Yeah. And initially you're like, ah, oh, this is taking me back to middle school. I'm going to be the last one again to be chosen. <laughs> no one's going to choose me. There'll be kids arguing. He's on your team. No, he's on your team. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him. <laughs> All those, those fears are coming back. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm you sitting guys there have watching. anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll trade you two of these. <laughs> now, um, I'm watching this little three-year-old Deborah just walks up and she walks up and down and she kind of just points up and I realize she's pointing at the picture of my family. Yeah. And she takes it down and the helper like points to the picture and points to me and you can see her look at the picture and look at me and look at the picture and look at me. It's like, yeah, take it back. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a look of disappointment like, oh. <laughs> He's in bad shape. It had to be emotional. It was incredibly emotional. Yeah. And I get to meet her. And we'll, as a family, for the next yeah. 15 years, we'll write to her and yeah. we'll hear how she's growing up and what God's doing in her life. And wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's inspiring. It was fun. Well, um, what's next? I mean, I know we joke around, but you've always got something up your sleeve, or is it too soon? Too soon. Mrs. Jane has uh, made it clear that we're not allowed to talk about mountains <laughs> anymore. So, um, I mean, it, it is funny, because when you, when you start doing things like this, you start to meet people on these trips, and they're like... In fact, last year when I did base camp, one of the ladies on the trip said, oh, I did Kilimanjaro. I was like, what was that like? She goes, oh, it's amazing. So ever since then, so... And there are people on this trip, you know, talking about uh, Machu Picchu in Peru is uh, is meant to be a, an amazing hike as well. And so, so I don't know what's next. I do know that for whatever reason, the way God's wired me, I do like 
setting myself these a challenge. kind of yeah. challenges. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if we talked about this the last time you're on. I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but the the one that I will never do it ever do it. So I'm I'm putting it out there right now. I'll never do this. Right. Hear me. I'm never doing this. Got him. But Matthew Barnett did the world race, which is seven marathons in seven seven days days on seven seven continents. continents. Yeah. No. And because of the time difference and all this, he starts in Antarctica and they do a marathon every day. It's like 50 grand to do it. Like, you know, it's a stupid amount of money. You get someone to sponsor you. And he sure. raised, I think, $2 million for I the think, LA yeah, Dream Center. That is incredible. But the last, uh, you, you would appreciate this, especially talking about pushing you know, yeah. through things. Um, <clears throat> the marathon right before the last one, the last one was in Australia. Mm-hmm. The one before that, on the last mile or something, he blew his knee out. Ugh. And to get the money, yeah. right, the sponsorships, everything else, you have to finish the whole thing. <sighs> So the last, the last one was in Australia. He contacted Hillsong, mm-hmm. the guys there, and you have a certain amount of time that you have to get it done, the marathon. Oh, and he got it done within like minutes, like 30, 40 minutes, something like that. But the Hillsong crowd came out and were with him Cheated the whole him. way. Like wow. some people ran the marathon with him. But I think you need to do that, Dave. Well, you heard it here first, Andy and I. Wait, wait, wait. Andy and I. Seven cheeseburgers, seven continents. Okay, all right. Let's do it. A cheeseburger. I will join you guys. In seven days. (laughs) Next year, we're going to be like, wait a minute. Is that Dave Jane in a canoe on the Amazon? (laughs) Eating a cheeseburger? (laughs) Oh, there we go. Well, that's good, Dave. Well... Um, I know this has impacted you, especially where families here were getting to pick, mm. um, or not pick, but getting to sponsor, but then kids were picking those families, <clears throat> which was obviously moving for you. Do you want to pray uh, perhaps for those families yeah. that now have that responsibility yes. of yeah. of helping monthly and then that that money is directed Yes. Um, rightly, which yep. we know organizations yeah. like this, yeah. you know, they're audited, they're checked all sure. the time, they're, sure. they're legit. Um, but just that whatever they give blesses uh, so importantly on on the lives of those kids yep. being raised. Yeah, you know, yeah. Would no, you I'd love to that? do that. And, yeah. and just to say, you know, this happens with Dream Center. You know, I I worked at Riverside for many years, worked alongside Andy at Dream Center, and I would meet lots of people who heard of Dream Center and heard of the great things they do. And I was always encouraged to try and take the Dream Center tour because just recently, Dave yeah. and Kathy Matthews, oh, friends yeah, of ours, yeah, they yeah. came, they did the tour. Yeah. It, even though people believe in the Dream Center, when you go there and actually see what they're doing, it's like, wow, this really is legit what they're doing. And I had that privilege of going to this community, seeing wells that are there now, that weren't there before, yeah. you know, reser- uh, water tower that they're building yeah. to provide clean water to an entire community that wasn't there yeah. before. So, because that thirty, forty dollars doesn't go to the child direct. So it enhances the community. So that yeah. child comes into the program, but yeah, it's kind of a pool of money that then is used for help those children, the community at large, education, uh, medicine, health. Uh, yeah, I mean just. All over water, clean water. It does. It makes such a big difference. So, yeah, were you praying to that? Yeah, absolutely. God, we love you so much, and thank you, God, that I get to share yet another story, Lord, of a situation where what I encountered these last couple of weeks. There's no human way of describing it. It can only be you, God. the The answer can only be only God could have helped achieve such a goal. One hundred and seventy. Uh, kids and families connected, Lord. Me getting to the top of uh, what was an incredibly high mountain, Lord. Couldn't have done it without you, God. So we just thank you, Lord, that all the credit and the glory goes to you. Um, We think now of every single one of those kids who has been connected with the family here in the States and that not just that kid, but that kid's family, that kid's community will be impacted now, Lord. And Father, we are incredibly blessed living here. Uh, and even when we struggle financially, Lord, we still are ahead of uh, many other people in the world, Lord. So 
Thank you that we get this opportunity to do something small, but in your hands it's something big in the lives of these kids. So bless every one of them. I pray that every penny uh, is able to go and transform lives and communities. And I pray that those who give the money will see their um, lives blessed, Lord. We'll see the, the joy of what it's like to give and to make a difference in their life, Lord. I uh, pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Dave. Well, we're going to go straight into, um, well, first off, before we do the big three, which is something we do every every podcast, uh-huh. how can people connect with you? Have you got on Instagram yet? Are you, no, so... How can people connect with you? So on Instagram... No pun intended. Yes, connect, connect. <laughs> on Instagram, Dave Jane was taken. So I could have been Dave Jane underscore, but I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> So uh, Connect Church has an Instagram page, and I use that to okay. kind of so check connect out people's church. pictures. Yeah, connect, I bet you Climber Dave Jane is Washington. Oh, Climber yeah. Dave yes. Jane. Crazy Dave Jane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so connectswashington.org. That's our church's website. And, uh, you can connect there. We're on Facebook, Instagram. So Good. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you do that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do the big three. Uh, three questions that... I've got everything to do with you. May not be about the interview, but there again, maybe as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to start, Chuck? Are you uh, sure? All right, yeah. all right. Uh, obviously, you've been to several countries. Mm-hmm. What country is on your bucket list that you Ooh. have not been to? That's a fantastic question. So, uh, until a couple of weeks ago, any country in Africa was on my okay. bucket list. Right. I'm yeah. glad to tick that ticked that off my list, checked off the list. Uh, to be honest, one of the big ones, and uh, my good friend Andy here has me beat already, is Australia. Oh, Never been man. down under. Oh, man. It's Would good. love to yeah. go. Yeah. Oh. Maybe there's a mountain down there I can climb. So. There's rock. There's rock. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the trip. Yes. On this trip or on Everest. Okay. What was the scariest thing that happened that you were like, you were a little bit nervous. Um, Apart from using them bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was scary. Um, I think it, I, on both trips, there were, there were moments mentally where you start to panic, you know. So when you're at different points during the climb, like on this one, for example, I'll tell you, there was a point where we were climbing up really high and... Um, quite steep you know so i wear an apple watch so i can see that my heart rate's up to like 150 160 and then i kind of feel it beating really fast and you start thinking am i about to die like am i gonna have a heart attack here you know you start to you start to look at different things that if you walk around you wouldn't think anything of but you suddenly start questioning is this a symptom of something that's and especially where you're at like we talked about people can't get like well just call 911 someone come and grab you know so and somebody else is coming by you on a stretcher i mean i mean that makes you yeah so you, I, I remember one day on this particular I never told anyone this but I remember thinking God that doesn't feel right that feels a bit odd I've never had that sensation before and, and I was fine but you, in that moment you start to wonder am I okay so, yeah. so it is it's, your, your mind definitely it's more your mind it than is anything. it is and then you just pray and you're like okay God you called me out here so let's hope you're going to call me back home as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright alright question number three what is your favorite animal sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had a dollar for every time someone's asked me that question. <laughs> I'd have one dollar. <laughs> um, oh, mate. I, I, so Hold it, on, wait. Let, make, let me get close up on the... There we go. Okay, hey. you're on the camera now. <laughs> I mean, really, I think it's got to be, I don't know what anyone makes that sound, but I always feel like, you know, if you're out in the wilderness and you want to kind of get someone's attention, that's the way to do it. It's like, yeah, yeah, well, you don't want to hear a growl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dave, we are going to keep you here for the last section of this podcast that we do every time okay which is tate and his mate mate. hold on we got to go with the old london's calling all right there you go so um, (laughs) so um see for for years dave i played this tune and he had no idea it was london calling (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so um, I'm outnumbered, man. Yeah, you are. It's great. It's great. That was a pass. Uh, so today I'm going to have to guess which animal. <laughs> yes. With the sound. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so what we do at Taking His Mate is where I will throw an English word, phrase, rhyming cockney slang. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I like it. I even bring food in sometimes, but I didn't today. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought, why don't you throw a word? Now, it doesn't matter if we've done it before, because right. he won't remember anyway. Yeah, yeah. So your your favourite, like, English or one of your well, the words. So are. it... it, uh, it I was trying to think of one, but it did crop up earlier where I suddenly found myself going to say something, and this was the only phrase I could think of, and I couldn't think of an American equivalent. But um, when I climbed base camp before, people were teasing me, you know, oh, you only got to the bottom of the mountain? And I was talking to Andy about this, and I said, oh, and everyone was taking the mick. Taking the mick. Taking the mick. Yeah. Which is a little bit short for the phrase taking the mickey, taking the mickey out of you. Taking the mickey. Do you, do you know what that is, uh... Relieving yourself? <laughs> We're going to pause now for our listeners because Chuck is going to leave the room and take the mic. <laughs> brilliant. That is is that it? No! no, no. <laughs> You're way off. <laughs> That's even oh, brilliant. brilliant. I was getting I think you should do this with him every week and then tell him it means something completely different and then send him to London on video. Uh, (laughs) He's having conversations with people. uh, I don't even know what it means or how it means this, but taking the mick is taking advantage of someone, you know, teasing them, pulling their leg, you know. Uh, Like like right now. Like right now. We do it a lot. Like right now. All the time. We are taking the mick with you. That's great, man. So, Dave, thank you so much for coming on today. I know uh, you won't be on again for a while because there's not many more mountains. Mountain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I do have to, before I forget, because I was like, I've got to tell Andy this story. So, um, I, I'm in the presence of a celebrity, obviously, Chuck, but, but Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> yesterday at church we had a delivery and this uh, older gentleman was the driver and uh, I just figured he was a truck driver from out of town but he started talking he obviously knew the area he goes to Northwest Church and he was asking all about my church and my story and I said yeah I used to work at Riverside he goes oh, I know Riverside he goes it's a uh, yeah great church and, and that Dreamworks I like them <laughs> so I wanted to say thank you for Kung Fu Panda love that movie <laughs> You're doing a great job over there at DreamWorks, Andy. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) DreamWorks. I was incorrecting him. I was just like, yeah, yeah, they're a great organization. Put out a lot of good films. That is great. Oh, man. Well, okay, we we might have to have Dave back on again. Just, just for the comic relief. If we've, I'll if, always have a fresh story. Yeah. Me and Chuck are down one week. We're like, well, what should we do? Oh, let's get yes. Dave on. He'll lift his spirits. Oh, well, Dave, thanks again for Thank coming you. on to uh, to Revival you Town. You guys are brilliant. Always good. Always good. good. Definitely. And, uh, and we'll, we're serious. We'll get you on even if you don't go up a mountain <laughs> again. Um, but again, thank you so much for coming Absolutely. on to Revival yeah, I know you've inspired a lot of people. I mean, not, not too many people have been to base camp of Everest and Kilimanjaro. Both are significant. Yeah. So, and you don't yeah. have to leave town. Just do something that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Just, just stretch yourself a bit and say, God, I'm going to need your help on this. Right. Yeah, yes. I'm going to go climb that tree. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start making noises. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to send it to DreamWorks. <laughs> oh, oh, my man, goodness. That's good. Nice. Well, thanks, thanks, Dave, for coming on to Revival All right. Town Thank today. you, Dave. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Revival Town Podcast. Make sure you're following us on social media and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, head on over to RevivalTownPodcast.com. Oh,